0: I'm Tom. I'm Stephanie. This is a podcast about what bonds people and places together.
1: Or as we like to
0: call it, Food Glue. Stephanie, it's an exciting day. We're about to head off to our first interview.
1: I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> and also I think it makes it easier because it's um already probably of our favourite people. Yeah. Um which makes it really exciting. We are going to go and speak to the lovely Sam and Ed at Essen General Store in Beeston, NG9. And it's a great little place.
0: Well, you were saying to me you think it really kind of emphasises the ethos of this podcast.
1: Mm. Um, When I went in to speak to Sam and Ed about featuring on the podcast, they, without prompting, started speaking to me about how they wanted to be the community hub of Beeston. It's one of the reasons they picked Beeston and that for them bringing people together over food is really at their heart and soul of them as people and that's what they wanted to bring to in General Store so it just felt, we were both grinning from ear to ear talking to each other and it just felt like the most natural fit for our first interview.
0: I was going to point out before you listen to this pod that we recorded this in store and there's lots of fridges and machinery noises and aircon and trucks going past so sound quality is not up to our normal standard however it should be a great interview and we look forward to to talking to the guys.
2: I'm Sam Skinner-Watts,
3: uh, owner, proprietor okay. of Essen General Store. And I'm Mr Edward.
1: Also <laughs> owner and proprietor. Yes, all of the above as well. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the name, so it's Essen General Store. Yeah. Now if I go back to my GCC German, I'm thinking to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So why Essen and why General Store?
3: It started off as um, a conversation where we just, we wanted a bit of a name other than general store, because when you go to other places, specifically London, there's mm-hmm. plenty of general stores that do similar aspects to what we do, like a deli, or mm-hmm. um, wines, drinking, everything like this. We wanted something additional to that. Um, so it like needed a say, catch point. Exactly. That's something great. that was, uh, stat- that stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also Danish um, to eat.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Um, it's the beginning of the word essentials, it's the end of the word Dark and it's myself and Sam and our other business partners' initials. Oh, wow.
0: So,
2: Sam, Ed and Nick. So that's where the ethical came from. There was many conversations over a glass of whiskey of an evening uh, and some good food, and we were just trying to figure out a little catch point of... yeah. Because there's a place in Peckham in London, I don't know if you've ever been, called the General Store. Mm-hmm. The idea of doing a General Store has been around for me and Ed for a couple of years now. We mm-hmm. were just like, really nice thing to do. just needed something. Plus, if we do expand or we do go into something else and do something else, the idea of putting NG9 on it is that mm-hmm. now it's S and General Store NG9. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have an NG something else or something mm-hmm. like that at a later date. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that it can, it can do many things it doesn't just have to be a general store it could be a coffee shop at one point Mm -hmm. in its life or a wine shop or a restaurant Mm -hmm. that's kind of the idea
3: so it's also quite unique if you're over here in conversation it can't be really confused with anything um unless you're actually going to the city in germany of course but you know it's you could there's no real crossover with anywhere else in nottingham they say oh well they might be going there it's definitely you're coming here we have bumped the city of
2: Essen down on the Google
0: search that oh, now, well which done. is nice, so. I was going to
1: say, how does it serve you for SEO? So that's perfect. <laughs> so you mentioned there that, that um, you're currently based in NG9. Yeah. And why did you pick here for your base?
2: <clears throat> I grew up in Beeston, um, know the area really nicely. My parents still live in Beeston, which is really nice, and get to see them all the time. Um, and it, it just fitted with the demographic of what we wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. Until we were here, it currently didn't have a cheese shop, didn't have a delicatessen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a little place that's now just reopened after lockdown called Local Not Global, just down on the High Street, which is a really nice little place. Mm-hmm. By a woman called Jo, I think, yeah. she does kind of co- uh, cakes and coffee and all of this kind of stuff. Um, but nobody's doing a speciality cheese shop mm-hmm. or a speciality wine shop or even there's no independent alcohol Mm -hmm. shops in Beeston it's all supermarkets Mm -hmm. and off licenses that do very generic mass corporation Mm -hmm. beer Mm -hmm. so we wanted to bring something a bit different to the area really we looked at other areas as Mm -hmm. well we looked um Ideas around Derby Road, Um, we looked at Sherwood and Mapley, we looked a little bit further afield in places like Lady Bay and West Bridgeford and Beeston just seemed to fit really nicely with what we wanted to do.
1: I was going to say we've got something in common there because we've both moved technically from Sherwood to Beeston. Yeah. And that takes me back to kind of where you guys started. So... I could jump straight in and ask you about the pop-up at Black Iris, but where did it all start? Or how did you guys meet? Let's start there. Uh,
2: so we met at um, a place we used to work at, yeah. Delilah, in town. Oh, yeah, um, I used to run it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Ed used to basically be the assistant manager. Um, and yeah, so we met there five years ago? Yeah, just over,
3: I'd say. Yeah, approximately like well, five. five. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, three mutual friends as well. Mm-hmm. Um, For a lot of our friends who have now gone on to do incredible, wonderful things in other places, um, some amazing places around Nottingham, um, Mm -hmm. also in London, etc. It's just, yeah, met over a love of food, really, Mm. and drinking and sitting at a bar somewhere and having a couple of beers and, yeah, kind of our friendship kind of came from there, which is nice.
1: And so you were there at Delilah's and you thought, we could do this better or different?
2: different the idea of once you hit for me once you hit the point of working in an industry for as long as, yeah. as certainly I have yeah. I decided as a pot washer when I was 16 mm-hmm. so you're going 20 years ago pretty much 20 years in an industry mm-hmm. when you're working for other people is a lot of mm-hmm. ideas a lot of knowledge that you get from places yeah of how maybe you think yourself you could do it better but also Mm. maybe how you think you could you know other places do it better than you've done Mm. stuff like that um the crossover of the hospitality industry of running pubs Mm. to waiting tables to washing pots Mm -hmm. to managing staff situations Mm -hmm. um you then get to a point where if you're any good at it surely you own your own place Mm -hmm. surely that's that's the next stage when you've gone from managing something. You go to owning something. You know, it's all well and good putting money in other people's mm-hmm. pockets. Surely you want to have a go at putting it in your own.
1: So when you started that, you had a pop-up at um, Black Irish Brewery in Sherwood, and you were maybe doing a bit of markets at the same time?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you... we did, um, so they're in, based for it on Ships and Streets. Yeah. Um, Sam grew up with um, the guys. I've known them since I've moved back from the States. Um, but they've just had their 10th birthday, so they very nicely, and kindly mm-hmm. allowed us to do pop-ups mm-hmm. at their uh, brewery when they had um, before they had the tap room. Um, so we did Saturdays and Sundays, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And were you doing uh, that on yeah. the side? Were you doing other jobs as well at the time?
3: No. Okay. We were doing solely that. Cool. Um, we had built a website right before we opened. I think we finished it the night before at like 11pm. <laughs> yeah. You know it's a bit of a crunch to get everything on there. You know we had very few products though. We had um, we had nine cheeses, we had about 14 different wines. Um, so that's hence why, where all of the cheese comes from on our menu and what have you. But it was a nice little segue and start and building foundation for us to talk yeah. to people and even tell them you know we're thinking of going to Beeston, we're thinking of going to Sherwood, we're thinking of going to Long Eaton etc. Um, and people the feedback was overwhelming, like, oh, no, you should be coming to, and then specifically naming where they live. (laughs) (laughs) We want you to come to us here. Um, So it was overwhelmingly positive, but um, it was a nice, obviously, summer. Mm. So we had really nice um, outdoor, uh, everyone enjoying cheese um, and some wine and some lovely craft beer alongside maybe not even some wine. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a great little stepping stone into developing a name for ourselves, advertising. And then figuring out what the people wanted I suppose Mm
2: -hmm. yeah but the idea was always having bricks and mortar Mm -hmm. the idea was always having the shop and putting it somewhere Mm -hmm. Um, it just yeah we just realized that we needed to do it quite quickly so we opened we did our first pop-up on the 30th of April and then we opened the doors to the shop on the 30th of October Wow! exactly six months later
1: that's amazing lots of hard work
2: yeah plenty
3: Blood, sweat and tears
2: relentless um, for six to eight months of our lives pretty much Um, and it's still going and we're still pushing for what we want to do so it's nice
1: do you feel a bit more in a pattern now though do you have a bit more Uh,
2: we definitely have opening times now which is nice (laughs) Um, so we we know when to open the doors and when to close the doors Um, but it's we're we're still finding our feet (laughs) we're still finding what works for us (laughs) we're still finding what our ordering levels are, Mm. um, what the public want, Mm. what they don't want. Mm. Ultimately, there's a few products we probably stock that maybe we won't order again, or some companies that maybe haven't quite worked for us and people don't want, or or maybe we haven't advertised it enough. Mm. That's the other thing, you know. It's only us. that's that's the nice thing about it
1: has there been any difference between when you were at the brewery and what you i mean i know you had a much smaller range then but was there anything that kind of went flying off the shelves there that now you struggle with the difference in moving or
3: not particularly i mean there's definitely some things that we probably had over there that we're struggling to get a hold of because of brexit and Ah. the increase in prices and Mm. everything that comes along with it but um we always suggest something alternatively, I suppose, mm-hmm. that people may even like more so yeah. than what they came in for. So mm-hmm. it's nice and easy in that capacity.
1: So you mentioned when you had the pop-up, you had 14 wines and nine cheeses, was it? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about everything that you you have now? The so bre- we've,
2: yes, yeah, so we've gone a bit mad. Um, <laughs> we're, the mm-hmm. nice thing is we're using two very, very trusted cheesemongers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're using Mons down in London, um, mm-hmm. who are amazing, um, and our very, very good friend works for them on Borough Market as a cheesemonger. Um, kind of introduced us to them. Um, they basically are amazing affinaires in France. They've got their own shops in Paris, etc. Mm-hmm. Then they ship in every week into their archway in Bermondsey. Mm-hmm. They mature their own cheeses, so wow. whole comtés, Gruyères marischelles, shells etc um around christmas time they were aging the montgomery cheddars with all of their alpine cheeses so we were actually getting this amazing somerset cheddar mm. that was actually tasting like cave-aged Comte. Wow. it was stunning it was one of the most amazing things we've ever tried um so they're really really trusted and the nice thing about them is they actually kind of give us tasting notes every week, which is really nice. Um, So they don't send things out that they don't think are ready. Mm -hmm. Um, So some weeks, yeah, our cheese selection will be a little bit smaller or a little bit bigger because we're ordering things in that ultimately they're telling us are amazing. Mm -hmm. So we're only ordering those, which is the nice thing. And then we also use the Fine Cheese Company as well, Mm -hmm. um, who do all of our British cheeses. They're based in Bath, they have restaurants in Mayfair and Knightsbridge and all kinds of other places, but they're they're amazing as well. and again, we chat to them all the time, get samples up and they come and see us, which is really great. Um, so that's kind of our cheese. We pretty much specialise in unpasteurised, so raw milk cheeses from, from Britain and France. Because mm. that's what we love. The nice mm. thing is we filled a shop full of things that we love eating So and drinking. Um, wine's gone up a little bit as well. We've mm-hmm. got about 100 now. Wow. And it's all natural.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: um so it's all organic biodynamic wines from very mm-hmm. small producers um we work with a select few importers which again we go and see mm-hmm. they come and do tastings with us so the nice thing is is everything on the shelf we get to try first mm-hmm. if we don't like it then we it can't sell it come to the shop. yeah it doesn't come to <laughs> the shop man. the wonderful thing is just we pretty much like everything so that's good um but yeah we've we've extended the range uh, we do sharing bottles. We do craft beers from local and British, German, Belgian producers as well. Um, we've got a soda company from Manchester who make artisan sodas. We do non-alcoholic beers, canned cocktails, uh, Sicilian lemon and ginger cordials, all kinds of weird and wonderful. Like, that's just one. that's mm. just the cheese and the wine aspect
1: and as well as the things people can come in and take away you've also got a great menu
2: yeah yeah we're just ever changing yeah um so we kind of base that around our snacks and small plates um we use the ingredients that we source in the shop so we've got like portuguese tinned fish that we put on with like an olive tapenade and some ship's biscuits Really, really nice, simple dish. Um, we do kind of breed mo with a little bit of truffle honey on there and, uh, and pig us pan. Again, it's just really nice, simple food, simple dishes that are just nice and well executed. Mm. And you kind of snack and then put them alongside a the cheese board or mm. a toasted sandwich with kimchi in or... Mm. All kinds of things. So, I
1: mean yeah. when you've got great great produce you don't really have to embellish it, do you? Because no. it just sings for itself. So you're just really showcasing the amazing produce that you've spent time curating.
2: Yeah, the other thing is we don't do anything hot. Mm. So there's no cooking facilities mm. in the shop. Um everything we do is plated mm. um and served cold.
1: Apart so, from the camembert. Uh,
2: there was a warm <laughs> camembert <laughs> at one point, yes. Um, Which we've run out of at the moment, but we'll we'll have it back at some point. I was going to say I had a
1: very nice Friday night here, tucking into a camembert, and it was delicious. Absolutely, we'll
2: be doing it again, Um, or we'll we'll do a different cheese or something like that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, looking at your, you know, your menu of cheese boards and your sandwiches, if you could only keep. And this is, you can each answer this differently. Yep, sure. And you also stock some great bread and things. <clears throat> if you could only keep one thing on the menu, what would it be and why?
3: Oh, goodness. It would have to be the cheese platter. 100% okay. the cheese platter.
1: And which cheeses? What would you pick on your cheese platter?
3: Oh, so I can only have, how, how many are we doing? A three-cheese cheese board or a... Gonna go three. I'm gonna, gonna go to make it three. difficult for you. We're gonna go, definitely going Bamburgard, because We're gonna start English. Really lovely brie. Or a brew style.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we have a French lady that actually comes in and she prefers <gasps> the brand Brigade, so I love it when she comes in. Wow. Giving a, the French a run for their money. <laughs> um, either a piece of Gruyere, Comté or Beaufort, so lovely Alpine style cheese, got really nice complex flavors. And then.
1: He's gazing into the cheese fridge for inspiration.
3: Third, I would probably do, especially this time of year, a lovely soft goat's cheese. Mm. That's my three. Okay,
1: okay. good so cheese board
2: and for you um, I can't pick the same thing that's, I'm that's, that's the heart of the shop is the cheese and I, I love mean, it I'd probably elaborate from Ed yeah. and say that it would have to be the all of the cheese just because of how we named it and why yeah. the name came about for Black eyes which is good but I'm going to go with the it's down the cheese route and go with the toasty.
1: oh yeah um,
2: the three cheese kimchi toasty mm-hmm. for me is absolutely amazing mm. um, you've to do a good sandwich, you need to start with a good bread. Mm-hmm. Um, we use a Ken Day Bakery in West Bridgeford. Their sourdough is absolutely stunning. Um, completely They're made in so small batch, it's ridiculous. Um, those guys are really, really doing some great things. Um, then mm-hmm. the three cheeses we use in there, we use Colston Bassett Stilton,
0: mm-hmm.
2: locally made Stilton, mm-hmm. um, for us it's the best one it's just really really creamy it's got mm-hmm. a nice saltiness um, the flavor coming through is amazing so you got that blue cheese element on that
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, raclette alpine cheese gooey as hell and just really really great it really just locks everything in and then we put that with a cheddar and we alternate our cheddars all the time so we go between westcombe keen's montgomery's pitchfork all of these amazing kind of 12 month age cloth wrapped cheddars Uh, It's Keen's cheddar at the moment, so it's got a nice little bit of bite to it as well. Um, The kimchi in there is bottle brush ferments down in London. Um, They make completely unpasteurised raw kimchi, and it's stunning. It's got a really nice kind of chilli kick to it. Um, Just the fermented element of it is absolutely beautiful as well. So that that kind of moulds everything together, which is great. Um, Serve with homemade pickles, which Ed makes. So it's whatever we decide to do, or whatever Ed decides to basically pick up from Hallam's Greengrocers mm. in Beeston. So we do, at the moment, we've got pickled pak choy, pickled mm. baby corn, mooli. I was gonna say, I just got some moolii
1: on my veg box and I yeah. pickled
2: it. Nice. Mm. Absolutely, so yeah, some really nice pickles, and then a barbecue sauce from Cornish Larder, mm. which is great. I think a lot of barbecue sauce can be overly sweet, whereas this one's got a really nice kind of acidic kind of bite to it proper it's flavor just mm. really great it's uh, honey and mustard and it's just mm. awesome so yeah for me the the toasty as soon as we realized that we could mm. basically have a toaster <laughs> because a to- for us a toaster is not really hot food you have yeah. a toaster in an office that, and you yeah. don't need a license for that yeah. so that's all good um so yeah toasted sandwiches yeah. all good
1: um you mentioned there that it's that all the cheese board yeah is is named after something that happened at black iris now yeah so because we
2: had nine cheeses at black iris one Mm -hmm. of them was burrata Mm -hmm. we put the other eight cheeses on a cheese board basically so 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 that's what we did so hence all the cheese um we stuck with the name and we liked it so So much we actually put it on our window as a massive vinyl so it's kind of it. Yes,
3: exactly. love all the cheese.
1: All yeah. of the cheese, all of the time.
2: It's nice when people come in and they're just like, oh, you know, can we get a cheese board? Which side would you want some cheese or all of the cheese? Yeah. It's a nice thing to make.
3: <laughs> even the even pensioners, all the people, it makes them feel like a child again, just saying it. I think it's yeah. quite pleasing. It's absolutely playful. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. So just talking about the, the variety of people that you get come to visit the store. I wonder if that was one of your reasons behind having bricks and mortar, is to get that kind of community feel. Um, and how do you engage with your community?
2: Well, um, the nice thing is that the thing we really wanted to do from the start was bring in that community feel of communal eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you come into the shop, there's one big table down the center that you see from the front door. Mm-hmm. Twenty seats around it. Mm-hmm. We encourage people to sit together, chat together. Um, we've just taken on a book group that are going to start coming in as well. Um, on Why did I not
1: Thursday. think of that? I've got a book group.
2: oh <laughs> there we go. You see, we've had a few come in, like a few book groups come in. Um, they'll sit and have like a couple of cheese boards together and a glass yes. of wine and that kind of thing. We've just taken on another one. Um, a few knitting groups coming in um we host kind of the the solicitors from upstairs kind of have <laughs> drinks and yeah. stuff like that every now and then and stuff which is and unwind yeah
1: and you're really open to all types of people i know you're you allow dogs you allow kids i know my other half sat in here on the communal table before on a saturday and done some work with the dog and the dog's yeah. basically been befriended by everyone that's come in and
2: absolutely there's we well we at an age now where you know we've got siblings and mm-hmm. that kind of thing where they've kind of grown up and got married and had kids and stuff so you know we there's enough dogs and kids in our families now <laughs> that that you know and amongst our friends that you know we, we want them to come in and we want people to come and enjoy the space and the nice thing is that because it's inclusive and people can bring their dog we find that people can just come in and just buy a couple of pieces of cheese and a bottle of wine mm-hmm. as opposed to having to find somewhere to put that dog or going oh Mm -hmm. I'll pop out later Mm -hmm. you just do it while they're on the walk and Mm -hmm. we actually have people who have changed their walking habits with their dogs to now come by and have a glass of wine or a coffee and come and buy mm-hmm. their cheese from us, which is really nice.
1: Absolutely, it was really noticeable for me coming from Sherwood to here. The, I used to be able to pop into places in Sherwood, all the coffee shops allowed dogs and it was yeah. really easy for me to combine with a full working day, mm. combine the dog walk with picking something up or bless. The, the Thompson brothers used to serve me at the door if I had the dogs. So they'd get all my it. bits for me and take my payment at the yeah. door. Whereas in Beeston, initially, and in Bramcote, there's not really anywhere that I could go in that easy with the dog, so it's nice to know, you know, if he's only had a short walk during the day, we can walk down here, come and sit in, relax. He loves the input, and it's nice to feel welcomed somewhere. Absolutely. Um, So that's really lovely. We've talked about your menu, but you've also got lots of lovely products here, edible and non-edible. Yes. Um, So could you each tell me your favourite product in the store? You can say oh, the cheese again if you want. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: always the cheese, um, or the wine, or the beer, or everything else. Um, I think I suppose the thing we haven't mentioned is the fact that it is actually a general store. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not we're not specifically a cheese and wine shop, <laughs> although that's kind of what we put on the windows, etc., mm-hmm. and that's what we very much advertise. as. that. Um, you know, we do do amazing homewares. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just put in a French knife company called Opinel, who, yeah, Opinel are amazing. They're, they're all designed and made in Savoie Valley, mm-hmm. absolutely stunning. Um, they're great, but I would say probably some of the chopping boards and things like that mm-hmm. that we do. So we do um, a lot of our homewares from local makers, craftspeople, um, we use Melt Candles who is um, a lady called Amanda who's at university I think she's her th- going into her third year mm. of product design mm. uh, or graphic design I can't remember but she designed our logo oh, amazing. which is really nice yeah. um, so she did all of our logo mm. and our men- menu format um, but she makes candles as well so as soon as we found out we were just like right we're going to get your candles in, that would be amazing um, my brother who's an architect, um, I suppose I'll give him a shout out, designed by Ben Skinner-Watts, um, <laughs> he helped us build the shop. Um, so he really nicely kind of envisaged our kind of random rantings about how we wanted it to look and actually made it work, which was really nice. Um, but he makes chopping boards as well. So he makes chopping boards and concrete egg holders and stuff like this and his stuff's amazing so mm. we sell that
1: i have some of the concrete coasters
2: yeah they're great we use i mean we use them to put wine glasses on in the shop mm. um but he makes laminated wood chopping boards mm. and things like this as well as garden I mean, offices and all kinds of stuff so, yeah
1: which one is your favorite
2: <laughs> i don't know i don't know there's everything
3: um when you fill a shop with all things that you love yeah and yeah. you're passionate about and you have behind not only the product, but the people that are making it and the producers, yeah. it's very hard to pick. I'm single asking item, you I
1: think. to pick your favorite child, aren't I? It's a hard I mean, question.
2: How, how long is your podcast? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then, have you got one?
3: Um, <laughs> see, it's very difficult. I'm going to say the Patty on Crewe. Oh, nice. Great.
1: nice. Yes. We know who this decisive one out of the pair of you. I was also going to say, you just mentioned the interior, and having just come back from Denmark, I think you very well. Captured that scandy cool feel, but actually made it more welcoming warm. and warm. Yes. Yeah, because sometimes <clears> the <throat> very like clinical, clean lines make it not feel that cosy. Whereas it's scandy cool and cosy in here. Yeah, Peter, we've.
2: The word,
1: isn't
2: it? I mean, the nice idea of doing what we've done is we mm-hmm. completely stripped the building out. So it was an estate mm-hmm. agents beforehand. Um, it took us 18 hours since getting the keys to knock the whole thing down. To <laughs> rip the ceiling, sledgehammers. Yeah. Rip the ceiling out. It's we did it all ourselves we as well. Had a suspended
1: ceiling, did it? Oh, yeah, had yeah. a suspended
2: ceiling, hence why it's now exposed, yeah. Um, yeah, which is cool. really nice. Um, we wanted to go for a look, and we've basically, as with a lot of places, we've stolen everybody else's ideas from places mm-hmm. where we love eating and drinking. Yeah. Um, so there's a little place in barcelona called Bar hotel really mm. nice natural wine bars and the best octopus i've ever had in my life from mm. there um they have wall-to-ceiling wine racks mm. um all down one wall and we couldn't quite do that um <laughs> but we have floor-to-ceiling wine racks in mm. two areas of the mm. shop that idea came from there um ideas of very much using the plywoods and things like that comes from mm. places we've drank and eaten in mm. Copenhagen um places in Sydney that I've Mm. visited um have scaffolding shelving it's Mm. all just a mishmash um the lighting is an idea that we saw from a place in Turin Mm. so it's all just an amalgamation that's all come together Mm. the nice thing is we didn't really have a design
3: not particularly in our minds but then like Sam said Ben really helped us put it onto into some software to see what it would actually look like um and yeah just using raw materials and letting the products really speak for themselves yeah. but yeah. then being such a long unit that it is um, with the nice glow of the bulbs painted in the floor yellow it really yeah. goes well with the wood and it just Absolutely. adds some light and vibrancy yeah. and then plants in here yeah. also warms it up makes it a little more and it adds life doesn't yeah. it so rather than seeing um raw corners edges really clean clinical like a surgery mm-hmm. like you were saying it's um a lot more welcoming. Mm. You know, when you walk down the high street, we definitely stand out. Mm. Um, not only just during the day, but especially in the evening when mm. it was like light night, for example, and all the lights are on. Mm. It's, it beckons you to not only look in, but come in and see mm. what we're doing.
1: Absolutely. I've only got two more questions for you, so then you're off the hook. What is your favourite local spot? So when you're not here, where do you go?
3: We go to Greenwood a lot.
1: Okay, for coffee, yeah, <laughs> yes,
3: for, coffee yeah. Here, yeah. We'll coffee.
2: for coffee and buns. Yes, we are here. Greenwood Coffee for coffee and buns is an
3: absolute must. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, I'd say it's where I really want to go, and I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, I want to go to Sora Kitchen.
1: Um, oh, I haven't been there either.
3: Yeah, place. the Japanese oh, yeah. place. We really want to go down there. Yeah. That's my next place to go, so. Yeah, okay. Absolutely.
1: Good. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much, chaps. It's been really lovely to speak to you. I could speak to you all day, but I know you've got a shop to open. Uh, Well,
3: we do, yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Lovely. Thanks Thanks for having (laughs) us. Well, thanks for
1: having us. Thanks for listening to Food Glue. Please subscribe to us and share us with all of your friends, family, your nan, your dog, whoever.
0: We would love to hear from you via our Instagram at foodgluepod or you can email us at foodgluepod at gmail.com.
1: And if you've got some spare time, please do rate and review us on your favourite podcast player because it helps other people to find us.